So why is choosing between a big load and a hard cock binary? Like, you should have both, right? The, the load size is the receipt. Patrice O'Neill used to say this, like, that's my receipt. I just want to see it on her face. You want yeah. to humiliate her at the end of the day, yeah. right? Yeah, but here's the thing, though, is, is, is if you fucking last two minutes and you bust a giant-ass load versus if you last 20 minutes and you bust a tiny load. <laughs> but that's not like, the choice. Last 20 minutes and have the big load yeah, but, rather than last 20 minutes and have a tiny little uh, droplet. Also, also, don't you, <laughs> also, don't you feel like every rope that comes out is like its own orgasm. You feel that, right? So if you have yeah, a tiny yeah. little load, no, you have only one. Part, you have three. Yeah. You have three. Like, oh wow! If you have enough nut for eight loads, bro, that's that's fucking twice as much pleasure that's coming out of your cock. That's actually a good point. I would say that that's that's, that's mostly a for a big loads are undeniably. There's no question. You want to have a small load? That's fine. You want to? Okay, if you want to advocate for that, I get it. But. At the end of the day, no one will really choose a small load. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just saying, in the terms of the sexual performance game, everybody would rather prefer to be the stud dude who fucking lasts the longest and <laughs> is able to make bitches come. I'd rather make her come three times and then bust, <clears throat> even if it's a small load, than, than the other way around. Oh, absolutely. So that's that's how you get point. repeat customers, and that's how <laughs> she does the, the most. So like, yeah. there, so, some guys... And my friends will literally say this. I'm calling you out. They'll be like, I'll just bust in two minutes. Who gives a fuck? But it's uh, like, bro, don't you want to... Every time you have sex with a girl, when they, they repeat, the sex gets better and better. Because yeah. like, they're more willing, they're more submissive. Mm -hmm. They want to do more to please you because you're making them come. But that's because, again, that ties back into the pimp game. Because you want to actually be able to use your dick as a weapon to get you things. And be able to have yeah. some leverage over the girl. Really, what's going to get you more leverage with that is fucking being a sex god. Not being a fucking, you know. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. being some fucking cement truck that just dumps a bunch of fucking cum all over your face. <laughs> that works, but, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not as effective as the other shit. So, any, anybody who tries to say, oh, two minutes and I don't give a fuck, bro, you ain't pimping, bro. No, at all, at all. You ain't. <laughs> Unless you're Leonardo DiCaprio and you just have bitches on repeat and you're so, like... Just exhausted from slaying pussy all but day. Just talk, bro. It's like exactly. if you have the Caprio fucking them like two minutes, they're gonna fuck some bad boy. Just fucking them right for like yeah. 10, uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, yeah. making them come. Yeah. They're gonna go back to the Caprio just to see him because he's the Caprio. Yeah. But they're going to see sex. Yeah, yeah. Just for the cloud, you know. Yeah. There's a primal they're on level. The private, the private yacht. So yeah, that's the only reason why. Not, not for the. Not for the dick. Not for the no, feeling. At all. Women need that primal fucking energy, and a lot of people try to, they they try to pretend like that's not a thing. I think that's like one of the dirty little secrets of society. Is like, women want to get fucked. Women fucking enjoy sex. They like. Women want to be objectified too. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. All these things. Yeah. All these things. Like people try to hide that. I think it's just. Because it's an ideal, you know? If you have women, every guy pictures that Disney princess fairy, uh, fairy tale, and it takes a lot for that to ruin that image for a guy. And a lot of guys don't want to accept it because that's fucking cold, dude. That pimp, that's why the pimp game is cold, man. This shit sucks yeah. sometimes. All right, so talking about pimping, we are here in Medellin. We are four guys that live in this, what we call the Pablo penthouse, the Pablo pad. We come from all different corners. 
and these are the conversations we have daily. And we decided to record them, drop game for you guys, and uh, welcome. This is the first of our podcasts. We'll be having these weekly, and uh, let you guys know what's going on day to day, what kind of stories we come up with, and the dynamics, whether it be sexual dynamics, whether it be managing porters, nutrition, maximizing T levels, all that kind of stuff we'll be talking about. So uh, why don't we get into Medellin? Why are we here in Medellin? Yeah, well... What's the biggest draw? I think I was the first of all four of us here to come to come in the last tour, I guess. You've been here a few years ago, right? I've never been here. You've never been here until no. I first had seen so, so, so I've been living abroad for 10 years, and I always heard Medellin. you got to go to Medellin. It's so good. There's so many people. you got this, you got that. And I thought... If everyone's talking about it, I don't want to go there because it's going to be overrun by fucking gringos. I go to, I live in places where it's kind of like tier two cities under the radar. So I thought Medellin was going to be horrible. And I came here like on a fluke and it really did live up to the hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And that's kind of what happened to me. I mean, I've told all you guys the story, but obviously, you know, I was government contracted cuck, as they say. And, uh... I came down here for a few for a few weeks just to fucking bask in the debauchery because I was bored of the fucking monotony and fucking fell in love with all the craziness, all the chaos. It's all worth it. And I think a lot more people are going to start to come down here as the fucking West continues to decline and you continue to reap less and less benefits from living in your fucking cubicle. You're going to realize you need to come to Medellin and fuck some hoes. So and and Medellin yeah. is the perfect place for like a first. And our objective with this is to bring our homies here to show you guys how we're living, and so you guys can visit. We have we have a place for you guys to stay, and we want people to come here because it's such it's really is such a good life. But it's like living abroad on the light version because it's it's close to home. There's so many gringos. All the facilities here are set up for for gringo living. You can rent easily. So. For people who like have never been abroad and are like hesitant to, this is like a really good place to do that. Yeah, yeah, facts. This is your first facts. time abroad, right? Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? It's like, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's not easy as crazy navigate. as fucking what you hear. Like, mm -hmm. it's pretty normal. I I came it's here fun, to to Colombia because I've been all over Latin America and I dated a Colombian girl in December. Uh, she was from Medellin, and she was so fucking hot, so sexy, so submissive, and I. I had never been to Colombia, so I was like, damn, I gotta find more of her. And one day she left me on red, and I told her, look, if you leave me on read one more time, I'm gonna go to Colombia and find your replacement. So a week <laughs> later, she left me on read, and I fucking sent her on an itinerary of my trip to Medellin. And I came here, and I was sending her pictures of all the shit I was doing, just driving her nuts. Um, and it was, it was hilarious, it's so good here. And I literally found her times two. Like, her, she's everywhere, she's just basic here. So what you might find in the U.S. and think, wow, this is such an amazing girl. Like, bro, she's, she sucks my dick and she cleans my room, like yeah. whatever. You come here and they literally will spend all day cleaning the whole house. Yeah. And they'll bring you her, her friends. Yeah. Like, that, that's the kind of girls that are. They will do that. And she expected to just help your fucking house clean, give blowjobs and whatever. And a new girl's going to do the same. It's just basic here. Yeah. They know you have to do that shit. And Medellin is like one of those places... Few places like there's a lot of tourists, but there's no one like bowling, like really bowling, like buying champagne and shit. So you have to be careful as well. But 
Here all the tourists and the gringos are fucking lame. They're lame, bro. So, so those guys come here and get all the pussy. It's like, girls want to come here and whatever. They're not fucking with the gringos, they're charging the gringos. Mm. We're making the girls do shit for us. Or and and they give us a bad name. Like that's why I never want to be associated with gringos. No matter where I go, I go to places where gringos aren't don't overrun it. Because the guys here, like the gringos that are here, are digital nomads. They work at f for some fucking software company, some fang bullshit, Silicon Valley, and they can work wherever. They have no game. They fucking stay at home all day. They they're on the computers. They wear like uh, the hiking sandals and shit like that. Yeah. Like out. It's so fucking ugly. They're pale <laughs> as fuck. They like like they complain about like the service and they yell at the waiters because it's Latin America. There's no good service here. So they're just like a pain in the ass. And they have no game, so they resort to fucking all the prostitutes. And that's what gives the gringos a bad name. So all the girls think the gringos here want to fucking fuck prostitutes or uh, and do sin. all kinds of drugs and shit. It's fucking sin. Yeah, they just yeah. sim. Yeah. And the game here is money, and, and that's the thing about it is that shows you the pimp game is universal. Is that as easy as it is to get women down here, there's still a hell of a lot of motherfuckers who gotta pay bitches. Yeah. And still guys getting played, fucking simping out. They fucking come here because they think, oh, I'm in the West. You know, I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm gonna go simp somewhere else and the girls will treat me better. Like, simping is simping. It doesn't matter where you where you do it. You're fucking putting yourself in a weak position, and women will fucking support you. And the chicks have the fucking same script here. They know yeah. how to treat men. They know what to tell the guys. Cause we all wanna hear uh, the same kind of stuff. Like, yeah. oh, I just been with like one guy all my life, and now I haven't had a relationship for like a year. Yeah. Shit like yeah. that. No, I'm really a good girl. And shows you like her mom or on like, a video calling whatever. She's doing the same thing with like three guys, you know, a Yeah, day. yo, that's fucked. I just... <laughs> oh, my mom doesn't let me go out at night, so she can't come, but she's with another dude, you know, sucking his dick. It's like, they do that shit all day. Yeah. So they get like, oh, can you pay for this? Yeah, 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 I need some clothes, my nails, some fucking cream for my pussy. Yeah. And that's the thing <laughs> that with... To me, and, and that's the thing with girls. <laughs> happened last night to you. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't her mom, though, was it? Yeah, it was her mom. Oh, she wow. Was, Oh, yeah, last night, yeah, yeah, it was her mom. <laughs> it was her mom. Yeah. That's Look, crazy. If, you think her mom knows, though? Nah, I don't think so. But the, they were hoes. Yeah. Like, hey. Yeah, that's yeah, fucked. Definitely, they were. Definitely were. Yeah. I was going to say, though. Girls from yesterday? Yeah, she's yeah, a working yeah. girl. So I told her, like, so what do you do for work? Oh, you know, a couple of things. She's a Venezuelan. Like, it, it, yeah. it, that should just instantly be, like. And then I asked her, like, but what do you do for work, like, for, for real? And she was like, I work. Like, oh shit, these girls are hope. Look, this getting paid, man. Yeah. The thing about it is, is that guys think like, oh, I'm gonna go to Colombia and I have like a job and money, so I'm gonna get all the girls. No, because the guys here are fucking actually dope. They're aggressive, they're fun, they care about the bitches, they, they actually fuck the girls. So for you to come here just because you have money, like, it could be a ticket. Like, some girls see it as a ticket, but they're just gonna use you for your money and not be into you. And that's only if you're lucky. That's only yeah. if you have some game to like, get into their like into their realm. If you can't pull bitches where you are, I don't care if you're in Oklahoma or New York. If you can't get girls there, you won't get girls anywhere in the world unless you're paying for it. Yeah. No matter where it is, Colombia, Brazil, Thailand, yeah. you're gonna have to pay for it. You have to have game, or else you're not gonna get shit. And that's eighty percent of the boys, bro. Yeah. Eighty percent of dudes are just paying and sinking. It's like, yeah. like maybe twenty percent G's. And you keep talking about you keep talking about game, 
But that's the thing, though, is is women have their own game. They have their own game to get what they want from you. Because our game is just trying to get pussy from them, obviously. Yeah. And then control the dominance. Their game is to fucking steal as much time and resources as possible. And they, these girls are fucking really, they have really good game. I think that that's what flips a lot of guys on their heads because they have no game in, in the West, but the girls don't have to have game there because their whole life is kind of set up. They can be fat, lazy, yeah. single moms, and just collect a check. There's money floating around. The girls here have to be more in a survival state. So yeah. they need to learn how to finesse dudes, and they're fucking incredibly good at it. I was telling him yesterday, like, fucking, I came downstairs, he saw me, I was like, fucking had the fighter's smile on my yeah. face, because I'm like, dude, this girl is, I'm, I'm all raving and raving, because I'm like, oh, this is the sweetest girl, blah, blah. And then we start comparing notes like the next day, and I'm like, bro, like, what if that was all just acting? Yeah. Like, like it, because it really, and I think that to myself all the time. Like, yeah. This is why girls really have to take a long time to get to the next level with me. They have to really shed certain layers because I'm immediately assuming that this bitch is a fucking lying skank. Yep. And everything is a fucking act. So. The girls here are good at that, and you gotta give them respect. I mean, they're they're in a survival state. They need. Yeah, to you gotta respect their hustle. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they say like the same kind of stuff. Like, oh, my mom's sick, so I want to get like medicine, but I don't have money. Can I get some money, please? Because she's struggling. Or maybe she doesn't respond. She doesn't reply. It's like, oh, I forgot my phone in the taxi. Whatever. She goes like two days missing. You know. Yeah. She's like, guys, like, girl, you're fucking sucking dicks. Yeah. We all know that. You know. <laughs> but some same boys are gonna tell like. Nah, no, she she lost her phone, so I'm going to buy her one, so she can communicate with me. And that's and that's and that's what what you just said. What you just said is actually a great point, and this is something that I have internalized, and it helps me a lot. It's kind of back to what I just said: is that I automatically assume any girl I'm talking to is a hoe until proven otherwise. Until she's proven the other way around, simp's assume the other way. They assume that every girl they're talking to is the girl of their dreams until she finally proves it three years later that she's been cheating on you the whole time. Yeah. And that's what's caused the OnlyFans craze because the OnlyFans and webcam is selling the dream to these guys that these girls are really good girls, even though they're fucking, fucking and sucking every week. Every time you're sending her money, she's using that to go get the cab, to go get fucked. And you continue to believe in the Disney fairy tale. And it goes both ways too for women. Like that's that's what pimping is too, selling the dream in the other way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole 100%. world is fucking really just a game, and whoever's the best at the game wins. So, you know, I I don't blame girls for playing their game here. No, girls here try to do the same stuff we do, but only fans with the fans. You know, they're trying to convince them about this dream that they're like a dream girl. They're like the perfect girl. Every girl here, you meet them, and they're the perfect girl. They just they cook. They're good girls, they don't go out at night, they don't suck dick for like a year, whatever. But they all do the same thing, they the same fucking script. They're all hoes. It's the same fucking words. To get them out is so easy, so it's like they just do it on repeat. Like so many girls told me, I meet all my girls off Inst- on Instagram. And always, they always say, this is my first time, I went out with a guy from Instagram, this and that. Three dates later, all, all she's talking about is how she used to have a gringo boyfriend, this and that. It's just, it, 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 it's a repeat cycle. Yeah. yeah. But here, here in, so here, let, let's talk about the, the, the Colombian girls versus other girls. 
the first thing that I experienced with Colombian girls is that they, every single date, you're going to pay the taxi. Yeah. Period. You're going to pay the, the, the coming and the going, and it's, it doesn't even have to be stated, you're going to do it. Yeah. I've lived in many other Latin American countries, and the girls here are so poor that a taxi that's like four bucks is like an extreme thing, right? So um, I've never experienced that in Brazil or anywhere else, At, up to the point that they will ask you when they leave for money to buy like lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Like, can you give me yeah, some money yeah, for yeah. lunch or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really give you some money to spend. So it, it's yeah. like it's like prostitution light. But I mean, also it's like, like look at how we're living. You know, like we live in a pad that is I've never seen. Like, even Colombians who have money see this pad and they're like, wow, this is dope. Yeah. So they see our life and and they know like they're just like fiending for some crumbs. You know what I mean? And it, it's just straight up prostitution light. And but but see, this is the thing that's kind of perverted about our viewpoint since we're coming from the West with fucking trashy ass hoes who you know <clears throat> want this equality thing the difference with that is that you you see it as prostitution because you're so used to girls who want to be on your same level that now once you have to provide for them a little bit it's like prostitution i think that's just a natural roles i think yeah prostitution maybe it seems that way because a lot of these girls are hoes but these women Especially if you're a wealthy foreigner, which what like what the fuck do you expect? <coughs> Any guys who are trying to be cheap as fuck, if you're coming from a Western country here, you want to flex your money but then be cheap. Yeah, like exactly. Like some guys want to do that, and it's like it's so fucking lame, and it shows how much of a fraud you are. And the girls see through that, and you know, like I said, like I don't, I don't blame them. I don't see it as prostitution. I just think these girls understand the game, the trade-off. Sex is not free ever. You have to fucking pay somehow. So, you know, they fucking demand what they want, you know, on the same transaction, so. We're talking about how girls lost their phone. My, my favorite girl here, who is Throat Goat, she literally lost her phone, so I can't contact her. So it's hard, she only can check her shit when she's at home at night, so we can't plan shit. She literally told me, like, you're a rich gringo, can you buy me a phone so I can see you? Like, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, I was like, I legit have a burner phone I could just give her, but it's like, I don't want her to see me as just like a, a rich ticket item, like yeah. out of the shit. So it's like, I, had a, I, have, I didn't give it to her and we still meet up, but it's like, I would do that, but she has to, I only seen her like three times, right? So it's like, I, th there's going to be a point where it's like, all right, I'll fucking buy you a phone, but you know, she has to prove it. She has to earn it, bro. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and what you're saying about the rich ticket item thing, this is why I don't even blame the women here about that either, because... It's a fucking Col Colombian culture thing in general. You're just a gringo, dude. Taxis are gonna fuck with you. Fucking porteros are gonna fuck with us, as we've already seen. You know, policemen, like everybody who has the opportunity to reach into your wallet is gonna try to do it. Yeah. So it's not, it's yeah. not just a girl thing. It's it's the resentments yeah. there because with women it's emotional and guys want to feel loved and guys want to feel like there's something real. And then when they just get finessed, they want to kill themselves because they realize they have no game. And really, that bitch was faking the whole time. But it's like you said, though. It's like there needs to be an intuition thing where you as a guy just need to have the street smarts and understanding to look at a girl and see her true intentions. Like, even when I was talking about with him, you really should always be questioning it constantly. Even with girls who are yeah. six months, two years, no matter how long. I, I'm always constantly questioning. I'm always reevaluating her position in the hierarchy. And you feel it. You feel that you had a hunch. Yeah, exactly. Like something's off. Yeah. 
Like, there's this perfect girl, but something's not right. You right. just can't tell. You know? But you only know this when you're game aware and when you've had enough course, women. Course. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, so that's what, that's what happens when, like, guys who don't get pussy, they get a taste of pussy. They don't see those red flags. They don't see yes. those warning signs. And, and they don't feel that, like, ooh, something's off here. But, but you know what it is, though? I think they see it, but, but they don't want to believe it. Because yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been in this situation. And this is, I think, what turns a simp into a pimp or into a player because you go through that initial first breakup or first girl who like really fucks you over and then you go like damn she was showing me all the signs all the red flags i just was in the disneyland mm-hmm. i thought it was all games and then it's fucking you you finally next time you see it you take it seriously yeah. you know because if like if, if simple thing is like you grab a girl's phone and she doesn't want to let you see it immediate fucking red flag but a lot of guys, as soon as they go through that scenario, they just kind of forget about it and, and brush under the table. And then you wonder why a couple months later your girl's getting fucking raw dogged in the bathroom, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, what'd you expect, bro? I, I mean, he and he'll be the one doing it. Yeah, I would say at the top of the club. <laughs> he'll be the one doing it. So. That's well, what I'm saying. Nice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, this game is cold, man. This game is cold. You just gotta fucking that's earn your stripes, really. And, and that's... One of our friends was talking about that, you know, because they talk about like Jesse Lee Peterson and how he says, you know, he, he talks about, yeah, you should really just stick with one woman. There's a lot of guys on YouTube saying, you know, just find a one woman, stick with her. And then obviously there's the juxtaposition of that with somebody like Tate saying, fuck endlessly, and then you'll finally find a good one. Endless G's. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, so I've, I... The Tate model, I'm, I'm, I believe in more just because you're, you just don't have the experience, dude. Like, and how many guys fuck one woman in their life and have a gorgeous model, obedient woman? Well, it's usually they, some fat six who they just yeah. kind of met it in high school and then they settle for that. But there's so much value in like, bro. I'm fucking 32. I don't have kids. Like that is the gayest shit ever. You know what I mean? Like I should have like four kids already. We should be fucking populating because. The fucking loser ass broke dudes who are delivering on Rappy, they're just fucking dumping seeds and having kids. Like, and they're not, like, we have all the means, we're so much smarter, like, we're like, I'm not ready yet. And it's so dumb because we're just populating the earth with fucking loser kids who have no education. They're gonna be doing the same fucking shit at 16, and it's so fucked up. Yeah, but that's the thing though, it's like, is that your problem to really worry about? Like, is your problem really supposed to be a worldly thing? No, I but... I think families, because this is the reverse of that, is guys say, oh, the earth has too many people, I'm not going to have kids because it's just too overpopulated. Yeah, but that's that's straight cucking. What yeah, I'm yeah. saying is is we need to make the world... Population. We need to... The world's not overpopulated. No. And no. if it is, it, the people who are going to survive are the people, our kids, who are smarter, have more resources, and have a better upbringing. It depends on how you look at the world as overpopulated. I think most metropolitan cities are overpopulated mm-hmm. and that's what people look at in terms of the world if everybody fucking spreads out to the forest and goes back to tribal living i think we'd be fine but every fucking metropolitan city today has unbearable fucking traffic you know people are constantly fucking busy people can't really get things done because there's just too much going on so many people there's nowhere else to build so honestly the overpopulation thing is just, it, it is a cope, but it's something people use in the reverse logic. I think 
Family really should just be something you look at as a personal thing, as a personal fulfillment of your own destiny. Like, yeah. I was born on this earth, I want to continue to spread my seed and, and build a legacy. You don't fucking have to look at the rest of the world and be like, you know, what's the statistical probability that my kid does this, or, you know, I'm already adding to one out of eight billion. Because we, we're, not, we're not designed for that. Like, it's, we're designed for tribal living within a community of 50 fucking people. Yeah. You're not supposed to think about 8 billion people. You know? We're also designed to have kids at like 16. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so here's the thing. Sure, it, your life would be infinitely better if you had a kid. And having kids doesn't limit you from doing other things as long as you have good bitch management. If you can manage your women, you can still have as many girls. She can have her house and live on her own. You don't need to be the soccer dad. So if you have kids, you can be, that can only be 10% of your life if you really wanted it to. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. And that's... That is, again... So you can still do everything else that you want to do. Abundance mentality, have endless hoes, do travel, business, Yeah, yeah, stuff. of course. And that's, that's another excuse a lot of grown-ass men make is a lot of men secretly wait for a family and get married and do all that stuff just so they can clock in and fucking, you know, check out of life, dude. You can just, yeah, you can come, hey, I got to come home to the wife. <laughs> uh, kids are waiting for me. I'm going to go drink a beer and sit on the couch. And that's your fucking excuse to be fucking mediocre and never take any chances. But you see now with all the, the things that happened with the pandemic and shit, that kind of life, it's like, you don't have that life anymore. There's no like middle class anymore. Like the guy who comes home to his family and have a, a beer and watch the TV, that shit's disappearing. You have like the boulders, you have like very poor people that just can't relax. Yeah. They have to hustle all fucking day to get the money to eat, you know? There's no middle ground anymore. Nah, there's nothing, and it's fucking... Well, that's just a general thing in general now. Like, like that's the world is just becoming polarized because, you know, we're fucking under this giant psyop right now, and we're being pulled apart in every direction. But this is why, as communities start to get pulled apart, I think they start to become more localized and, and, and closer, tight-knit, you know? I have a very close group of friends now who, anywhere in the world... I could hit them up, they would have my back, I would have their back. I think opportunities like this are what fucking actually make men come together, you know? And this is what this fucking podcast is really about. Like, how many spaces do men really have left to really voice their opinions in an authentic way yeah. without fucking being shamed? It's, it's, it's just further divide and conquer, but <coughs> it's unfair, you know? It, it's, and, and it fails everyone, men and women, when, when men are weak, you know, we can't speak up, so. Why don't we get back to, to bitch management and abundance mentality and talk about Instagram game and how we're basically funneling bitches into this house on a daily basis and uh, on, on a, a rotation. So we... One, one more thing I was going to say, uh, because of the thing comes from like you have no, no abundance. So you have just one girl, so maybe the girl's misbehaving and fresh and shit, she's like texting dudes or whatever, and you can tell she's, she's doing that. But it's the only girl you have, so like you don't want to lose her because yeah. she's gone, and then you get like you're gonna jerk off for months. You worked so hard just to get that one girl, and now you have to put up with all the shit. You have to take her yeah, pictures, yeah, yeah, yeah. put you have to see all of her likes on Instagram. She's late. She does this. She's doing whatever. You yeah, yeah. you're just starved for some pussy or some affection, so you'll put up with anything rather than if you have. The second that you have like two three girls in your phone. You don't give a fuck if one doesn't show up or if one can't yeah, do something. Yeah, yeah. If you have one girl, you're like, fuck, is she going to come tonight? Oh, she didn't respond. Oh, she man. Reply, she I'm so reply? sad. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah, have yeah, like yeah, two, yeah. three, four, 
it doesn't matter. Yeah, One yeah. is like, ah, uh, I don't, I, I can't come to me. All right, whatever. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Next, next, next. Or, or like, no, I don't want to go straight to your house. Can we go and have dinner or a drink first? Like, nah, okay, bye, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. No, honestly, and, and, but this is why, again, like you're talking about Instagram game, and we could talk about game in every different aspect, but this is why I always come back to the pimp game because really, when you're talking about two, three, four on your phone, what that, what all that, all that that really matters for is if those girls are actually obedient to you and they're yeah. actually stay, sticking around. If you only can fuck a girl once or twice and then they just get bored of you and leave, you're spinning your wheels too. And you're actually going to start to stress and be like, holy shit, like, I'm just going to burn. Because it's work to go get a new one. Yeah. As much as, as much as, you know, guys like us can do that, it still is... A little bit of work to get the girl in your program to Build get her, her up. fucking yeah. Really. It's not just the work; it's the downtime. Yeah. So it could be yeah. three, four, five months bef- in between one girl and the next, and, and, and that's the worst part. Exactly, and it, it's not about pussy because you know I can get pussy on the first date. You know we all we all can get pussy on the first date. It's about getting this bitch to really be a hundred percent on the program. She's fucking going to the store and getting us raw milk. You know, yeah, milking she's, cows. She's she's milking cows. Milking she's, cows. She's fucking flying. I have girls who are, will fucking take three hour bus rides. Here, so here, here, here. Let me introduce some of, of JP's stories, and he can pick up on any of them, and we can analyze them. So I've been here for a month. I always look for raw milk. It's the most important thing. I hit the ground. I'm looking for raw milk all day. I'm getting my girls to try to find raw milk. They can't find it. JP gives two of his girls, who are sister wives, here staying together. They're cleaning our spot. They're just fucking down for the cause. They're cooking, cleaning, whatever. He says, all right, hey, we need raw milk. These bitches are gone the entire day. They went to some little tiny finca farm outside of the city an hour away, and they literally milked the cows and brought back, like, four gallons of milk that same day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and this is the thing. It's like, <clears throat> you know... Guys see me having my girls cleaning and t- taking trips and stuff, and it seems like this impressive thing, but it all just comes down to fucking bitch management, dude, and and really having the pimp yeah. game on point because that's just not that's not that's a non-negotiable for me. That girl, uh, you know, th- those girls are like two of my favorite girls, and and one of them's my main, and they know that that's the level that I demand from them. And they understand, like you said, two, three, four others are ready to take your spot. That doesn't fucking mean I'm just going to go to the club and go bang some whore and then, you know, I'm going to leave the other girl. Because to me, women, just like a fucking woman's looking for an asset for her life to be able to provide and solve all these problems for her, men need to look. It's, I think it's mostly men's fault that we don't look at women as potential assets for our life because guys are like, oh, what do you have to offer just besides pussy? But it's like, what do you, what type of structure are you giving her to fucking yeah. give you something? Exactly. You you just call her over, you fuck the shit out of her, and then you're you're the, supposed to be the general of this operation. So, if there's a lot of basic things, most women are pretty basic. If we're being honest, most of them are pretty basic. They don't have any special talents. They sit on their phone all day, watch Netflix. If you plug them into a system and figure out a way for them to take away the menial bullshit of your life and make your life smoother. 95% of women can do that for you. Most, but the problem is 95% of guys don't know how to do that. So they think that it's this amazing feat when I'm doing really what guys should be doing anyways. You know? You have to instill drama. You have to do a lot of shit. 
<clears throat> so the girl becomes obsessed with you. So she, everything she does from that point on has to be about you and for you. So everything she does is just to make you happy. That's the thing. So she, she's happy getting you the milk. She's happy giving you blowjobs whenever you want. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. You don't have that, like the girl's gonna, how's the saying, the pimping can't say it. A hoe without instruction is headed for self-destruction. Self, self, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, so once, start doing, yeah, once they know that they're disposable, they're, they go above and beyond to stay in the realm. Yeah. So, so, so that's the thing. When if they you're know, worth staying, staying with. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. When, when they know that there's two, three in your phone, or when they see it, right? So let's get into wrangles next, because I think that that's a good segue. But when they know that there's other girls, or they hear about it from their friends, or they get kicked out, at eight o'clock at night, like they, you know, like they know what's going on, and they know that they're disposable. So they they go above and beyond right. to to serve you. Right, and that's the thing is like, because he was talking about this, and 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 this is part of bitch management always. It's, he he said about instilling drama. You need to always be having a gauge, a temperature gauge of what your woman's emotional state is, because if you're not in tune with that, you're gonna fucking. You're, you're going to be lost, and, and women communicate through their emotions, and they need you to just pick up on that naturally. They're not going to fucking directly say anything. So that, that goes into the story of, you know, the same, the same girl who is fucking taking three-hour trips to go to the fucking finca and milk the cows and, you know, make sure we hold the house down. She's, I, I threw her out, like, on 30-minute notice. I said, pack your shit up and leave to have another one come over. She, she, I tried to keep it discreet from her, but she, she knew what was going on. But I saw her after after I did that, and she was really upset. I could tell it, like, it drowned her, because she was actually in the middle of cleaning my room and organizing all my stuff. And so I fucking said, hey, stop, stop, get your shit and let's go. I said that in the nicest way possible. So she fucking took that the wrong way, obviously, which most girls would, and I took an emotional gauge of that, and then what I usually do is I'll stop by her work randomly because she works downtown, and I'm usually around there anyways. And then I fucking say hello. I talk to her for this guy. Luckily, was with me, so he helped me set that up. And you know, you just give her a kiss and you say, "Hey, I hope everything's good." Blah blah. blah. And that makes up for everything, you know. Women don't follow a logical track. She, she knew another girl was coming over, but I made her feel good on the second half of the day. She was too cozy. You got to throw in that wrench. You got to be like, all right, fucking. Yeah, like, right. Like, she's right. like, wow, I, I've been at his house. We're right, in love. Like, right. like it's too, this is too good. You got to be like, right. eh, no, all right, you got you to gotta go. Because right. then that makes her feel some type of way. And she, right. like, she has, women need the emotional roller coaster or else. Because right. that's why, like, long-term relationships often fail because it's just like, Everyone's just like placated, just like smooth. Yeah, and this is what I think a lot of the pickup shit and a lot of the fucking dating coach stuff misses. (laughs) Is that, like I said, like women are primal creatures just like we are. So you need to introduce some primal shit, you know? That's why your fucking, your fuck game needs to be on point as well. If you're fucking weak, you weak dick, you know, floppy Johnson, it's not going to (laughs) work, you know? If you're... If you're not dominant, dude, and you don't instill any type of discipline, you're gonna the relationship's gonna fuck up somewhere. Women need to feel that polarity. So, I think that's just a primal thing, and I accidentally do it now just because I'm naturally, you know, good at this at this point. So one of the primal things that we do is is what is what we've come to find out is is known as the wrangle, 
And what it is basically, we have, there's so many girls in our funnel that it, some, are, some really aren't worth taking out on a date or entertaining like one-on-one. So we throw parties here and we just invite, like let's say I have three girls in my phone that are our B squad, right? And they're in the funnel. I'm not gonna go meet them on a date because it's too, too much investment and I don't know if she's worth it or not. So what I do is, what we do is we say, all right, come over to, to our pad, we're gonna have a party on Friday, bring a friend or two, and it's gonna be a party. So I bring three girls, they have three, two friends, let's say it's six. These three girls are fucking duking it out for my attention. They're fighting, it's some primal ass shit where it's like, they, they need to get a leg up on the other girls. Yeah. And so what happens is you would think that this would blow up the whole shit and these girls would leave in a fit or they'd yeah. be pissed or whatever. They stay, they, they, they wait their turn to sit on your lap, they, yeah. they wait their turn yeah. for the house tour and, and, obviously, <laughs> and obviously you can't fuck all of them in, in the same night or even none, right? But what you're doing is you're, you're seeing which girls are worth to go and see out later or invite over on their own. So what, what happens is usually if... So if I bring three girls over and they're friends, my friends will entertain their friends and they'll meet some of their friends and maybe we'll make some connections. But those girls that I brought over, maybe one is whatever, and two, I'll see later in the week on a date or I'll have them come over. So it converts better than you would ever, like, you would think it would be a disaster, but it works for some fucking primal competitive reason. It's, it's really putting, and, and by the way, the Wrangle, like this should go without saying but just to make this very clear the wrangle is a fucking tate invention so yeah, yeah. just want to fucking make that 100 percent clear before we continue to talk about this but i think it is true that what you're what you're doing with the wrangle it is primal because you're basically putting yourself in like a kingly position where you're literally showing her like i have options exactly. she's seeing it right yeah, in front yeah. of your face Especially, and the wrangle works obviously very well when you have a nice fucking place. You don't fucking wrangle in a shitty Motel 6. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but if you're wrangling in a beautiful place, she sees other women are into you, she's obviously seeing your value. Thank you. The only thing she has to get over is that there's other women around. But that's really not that big of a deal for women. It's, it's honestly not. Like, I think that that's another fucking Disneyland myth that you know, it's propagated to make guys just be monogamous dorks. Yeah. Is that, oh, they're going to be so upset if you're cheating. Pretty much every single one of my girls knows about the other ones, but they're not, they, they're, I never had a girl leave me for that. No girl wants to fuck a guy who can't get other girls. Yeah, exactly. Like, the whole point of fucking a guy is that he elevates your status, he's hard to get, he will deliver you better, and you're in demand. Like, girls want a guy who's fucked a lot of girls. Yeah. That's Whereas true. it's the uh, it's the opposite inverse. Women have to protect themselves and not fuck guys, but they want an experienced man who's out there getting everything he wants from women. They want to be the one that sticks around. That's their whole thing. That's true. So that's why they compete, and that's why they wait it out and wait for their turn because they're like, they're women aren't competitors, but for a man, like they'll really put their fuck, they'll shoot their shot. Right, right, and 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 that's the thing though. It's like. You're saying women want a guy who's fucked other, or fucks a lot of women, or has the ability to attract a lot of women. That's very true, but women have their own fantasy as well, which is women hope that they can find the one guy who's irresistible to women, but they can lock him down mm -hmm. and have him exclusively to himself. And, <coughs> you know, that's the fucking dilemma women have to deal with is 
they all want the top guys, but they don't want to share them. And I think that they don't want to share them the same way a kid doesn't want to eat his vegetables. But he fucking figures out, you know what? It's good My parents said this, this is good for me. I think when you introduce... <laughs> That's a perfect analogy. Yeah, and, and it's like, I, exactly. And, and when you introduce the idea of women having to share you, I think that if they really come to it with an open mind, they, they will love you more in the long run. Because as long as you're giving them the attention that they need, is it's all bitch management, it's jealousy management, as fucking Ricardo says. And really you're just managing the jealousy. Because... What is cheating also depends on, obviously it's obvious if, a guy, if you're fucking another girl, it's cheating. But some women are fucking crazy, and especially with simps, they will bully them into giving no attention to any woman. Because you're a simp, so, and the girls get off on controlling you. So girls will say, don't fucking like any other girl's pictures. Or, you know, I want you to unfollow all these bitches. And, and then guys will be afraid to just talk to other women. You know? Yeah. So it's, it goes... Women are always going to try to control your attention. It's up to you as a man not to fucking allow that to happen and live your own life anyways. One of the most important points about girls knowing about the girls that you're fucking is like, like stopping by for work, you know, shit like that. You need to make them feel special. Right, exactly. That's the emotional right, roller coaster. Right, exactly. I just got kicked out of his house, but wow, he showed up to my yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's, how, that's where I throw that in there because I just... Make sure I make sure all of my girls feel special in, in 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 the long run, you know. I make them feel special, but they know they're not the only one. And the thing is, is women, like we talked about before, it's it's all emotional. So even if it logically doesn't really make sense, like this guy clearly has other girls, I'm clearly not that special. If he has five other girlfriends, but if she, on the back end, says to herself, well, you know what. I, I might not be special, but he's fucking coming to my work. He's showing me all this attention. He took me out to a nice restaurant the other day. You know, that's that's how you balance that. And I think that's just something you just learn over time, like we said. Like, there's no way for you to... There's no way for you to learn this through, like, a pickup book. Because I've no, met no, tons of these no. nerdy guys who get pickup books, and they flip through all their little YouTube channels. And I, I'm not going to lie, I was that guy when I was a lot younger. Yeah. And because you, you, you try to, you see women as like a video game. And you're just trying to level up in the game and get really good with them. And you figure out the perfect little cheat codes and lines. But just being naturally skilled is going to beat that every time. You know? And, and a lot of guys. And you only learn this by blowing shit up or, exactly. or taking the risk of like, exactly. what if I invite two of my girls over at the same time? Yeah. Like, yeah. you run yeah. the risk of completely losing both. Yeah. Or you run the risk of. of Getting an hour-long blowjob from both, yes. or meeting their friends and hooking yes. their friends up too, yes. and driving them nuts. You know. Yes, we talked about that too. Like before, I even knew about the tape wrangle. I, I, I did a. I, I had two girls living with me, and then I was seeing some other girls on the side, but I decided to, you know, join forces like the uh, Powerpuff Girls. That's 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 what I wanted to create—a little trio of you know, little Powerpuff Girls who are all serving the kingdom. But we took all of them out to dinner, and, you know, I'm just trying to manage emotions in real time, you know? I'm trying to make sure, you know, this one feels like she's getting enough attention, they're all getting enough attention, and that's what made me realize, because I did blow it up after that. Like, the relationship with all three of them was never the same after that, after I took all three of them out. But that's one of the things I realized, was that 
when you, I realize how much women play their own little games with each other too. Like there was all this passive aggressive shots being taken at each other between my two girls and the other girl and, and the other way around. And that's, that's one of the hardest things about having a rotation if you're really gonna have multiple women around is, you know, Tate talks about his webcam debacles and all that shit. That's the fucking biggest, it's one of the most stressful jobs you can have is managing women, dude. Because it's a new thing every day, it's a new problem every day. <coughs> Anything could set the emotional roller coaster off and, and women are like dominoes. If one of them feels a certain way, the other one are gonna start feeling that way. And it's fucking a lot of work, man. Honestly, I think it's uh, something a lot of guys don't think about when they when they think about having a bunch of girls. They think it's just this fun Hugh Hefner shit, but it's really it's really not as glamorous as I think people think. We're at we're at fifty minutes. I think we should kind of wrap this up. Yeah. What I want to talk about though is that the future of this house is kind of in in danger. It's like in peril because our first week here we've been here a week or whatever. Ten yeah, days, like I guess. About 10 days, yeah. yeah, we've yeah, been here about yeah. ten days. We're on our second strike. We're getting hit up by our, our realtor all, all the time because we're bringing too many people over. We're, we the first three days we had like twenty people in this house, and we were just fucking going too nuts. We weren't ma managing the sound or the people, and people were just like doing all kinds of crazy shit. So we're already on our second like uh, a strike. So we're like we're little fucking schoolboys over here. Everyone that comes here has to have an identification. They have to check in. They have to do all the shit. So we're like on our, our last leg. So it's going to be a struggle for us to do what we're still doing and like police our environment and stay in this house. Yeah. Because I'm only here in Medellin because of this apartment and what it offers and our shared mission. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you in tune with all the stories and let you know uh, if this... If this podcast is done, then we got booted, so. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I think there's there's other opportunities, you know. This this apartment is the only dope spot in the world, so we, we can figure something out. But, yeah, definitely, you know, and it's it's partially my fault. I mean, I think we all, we, we talked about this yesterday, like, it's better to ask for forgiveness. It's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. And... I always carry that motto through everything in my life. Yeah. I've asked for forgiveness many more times than for permission. And so we're just fucking tiptoeing that line now. But at least we know where the line is. And I think we're all fucking smart enough to manage this situation. Biggest thing is fucking got to control our hose. Because that's what fucking gets us in trouble every time. Yeah. yeah. Is the hose start yelling, the hose start doing crazy shit, and then people get pissed. Or they want to dance to some loud ass music. So, bitch management fucking counts for every facet of our life right now. Yeah. All right. All right. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's good. Nice.